Today on the newscast, it's the world's deadliest conflict, and it's not Ukraine or Syria. Get the inside story of Ethiopia's bloody civil war and how Christians are in the crosshairs. That's next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast, and welcome back to TBN's Dallas studio, where I am guest hosting our great nightly news program, Centerpoint, every night, Monday through Friday this week. You can check us out at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and then again at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time every night. And we've got some great content for you, including an on-the-ground report tonight on Centerpoint from Ukraine, you've heard obviously the war stories, the gloom from Ukraine in the wake of the Russian invasion, but there is also revival breaking out among Ukrainians and the church there is actually strengthening. It's an amazing story. You can see it tonight on Centerpoint. Speaking of Centerpoint, to give you an idea of some of the work we've been doing here this week in Dallas, the world's bloodiest, most deadly conflict. I mentioned it in the lead in. It is not Ukraine. It is not Syria. It is unfolding right now in the Horn of Africa, a very strategic area in Ethiopia. Now, Ethiopia, of course, is a Bible land mentioned dozens of times in the Bible. But since November 2020, it has been in the grip of a brutal civil war. According to some estimates, a team of researchers recently studied this very closely at least half a million people have been killed as a result of the Ethiopia Civil War. And folks, that's half a million in only the past 18 months. By comparison, in Syria, that civil war stretched on for over a decade. You had half a million killed there, but in Ethiopia, in only 18 months. So it is a brutal, brutal conflict, and Christians have been in the crosshairs. Followers of Jesus, churches, intentionally targeted by Ethiopia's federal government. Here is the inside story of Ethiopia's civil war and why it matters to you. Hundreds of thousands of people dead, millions more displaced, Christians persecuted, and foreign powers intervening and angling for influence. It sounds an awful lot like what happened in Syria during the height of that country's recent civil war. Yet it's unfolding right now, not in the Middle East, but in the Horn of Africa, where Ethiopia has been locked in a brutal civil war since November 2020. Foreign actors like Russia, Iran, Turkey, and China are supporting Ethiopia's federal government as they seek greater influence and warm water ports in the Red Sea region. The Biden administration, meanwhile, has attempted to mediate between the warring factions and has called for negotiations. The White House is concerned that the chaos in Ethiopia will spread throughout the region. Ethiopia is the second most populous country in Africa, with close to 120 million people. Its capital city, Addis Ababa, is the headquarters of the African Union. And although Ethiopia is one of the world's oldest Christian nations, American pulpits have been mostly silent about one of the worst humanitarian crises in recent memory. We know that um, more than 40 churches have been destroyed. We know that in one massacre alone, 78 priests were killed in just one massacre. And there have been dozens and dozens of massacres that have happened in Tigray and mostly uh, at churches and on religious holidays. There's a church called St. Mary's Mariam Dengale Church where 20 Sunday school children were killed. 20. 
Malete Bahara Mascal is an Ethiopian-American activist and business owner based in Denver who still has family in the northern region of Tigray, which has been targeted by the Ethiopian federal government. Tigray is over 95% Christian, mostly Orthodox, but with some evangelicals and Catholics as well. Where I'm from, my hometown in Aksum, Aksum is a very holy, sacred town. There was a massacre at St. Mary's Church there where more than 700 Tigrayans were killed on a religious holiday. The fighting began in November 2020, not long after Ethiopian Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed postponed parliamentary elections. Ahmed blamed COVID-19 for the decision. Yet the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, defied Ahmed and held regional elections anyway. Although Tigrayans make up only about 7% of Ethiopia's total population, the TPLF was in power for the better part of 30 years after helping to topple a communist military dictatorship that ruled Ethiopia during the 1970s and 80s. The TFLP eventually stepped aside in 2018 after widespread protests and Ahmed then came to power. Many Tigrayans believe that Ahmed launched the federal government's invasion of the region in late 2020 because he wants to weaken the TPLF's influence for good. He's used harsh measures to accomplish that alleged goal, including a blockade on food and any communication in and out of Tigray. You have referred to this as genocide, yet many people watching right now have probably not heard about this. What's going on in Ethiopia right now why do you think more people, especially Christians, the body of Christ around the world, are not aware of what's happening on the ground in Ethiopia right now? Ethiopia, which, by the way, is a Bible land mentioned many times in the Bible. First of all, there's a complete blackout on the region. All the services have been cut to the people of Tigray. More than 7 million people have not had access to their bank accounts for 19 months. They have not had running water in the state, no electricity, no uh, internet. So we're not able to get their stories. Global food shortages this summer have made the situation in Tigray even more dire. We're talking about 7 million people who don't have access to even food. When the soldiers, when the federal and federally aligned soldiers came into Tigray, they burned farmlands. Tigrayans are farmers. Their farmlands were burned. The prime minister will not allow food aid to come into Tigray. He will not allow fuel to come into Tigray. So recently, a little bit of food has crossed the border, the state border, but they won't, they can't distribute it because there's no fuel in Tigray. For Ethiopian Christians, this kind of hardship and persecution is nothing new. It's important to understand that persecution has always been part of being a Christian in Ethiopia. This is a country that formerly was under communist control. So if you talk to an, an old Ethiopian Christian, they will talk about the persecution that they faced under the communists. So persecution happening for them is, is not a new thing. It's not something that they're really shocked by. They really see it as part of following Jesus Christ. Of course, will be persecuted when we follow Christ. That's what he said would happen. Todd Nettleton is the chief of media relations and message integration for The Voice of the Martyrs, an organization that monitors Christian persecution around the world. He notes that Ethiopia is mentioned in the Bible dozens of times and that the country is said to have embraced Christianity as early as the fourth century. Ethiopians even say that they house the Ark of the Covenant at a church in Aksum, which is located in the beleaguered Tigray region.
they trace their lineage back to the Queen of Sheba going to see King Solomon when he was in charge in Jerusalem, and they would trace their church lineage back to that. And in fact, uh, many of their teachings have brought forward some of the, the Jewish teachings from King Solomon's time. Prime Minister Abi Ahmed has claimed to be an evangelical Christian who converted from Islam. He won a Nobel Peace Prize in 2018 for brokering peace with neighboring Eritrea after decades of hostilities. Now he's invited Eritrean troops into Ethiopia, where they've allegedly carried out massacres in Tigray. And Eritrea isn't the only foreign actor that's now involved in Ethiopia. This has become a proxy war of sorts. Abe Ahmed, the prime minister who you mentioned, he's invited in Eritrean troops, but also Turkey, Russia, China, all involved in the war in Ethiopia right now. Iran, Turkey, the UAE, China, all of these people provided military support in the form of drones, primarily in training on how to use drones. Russia and China have successfully blocked any conversation at the UN around these atrocious human rights abuses that are happening in Tigray. Bahara Mascal says control of the strategic Horn of Africa in the Red Sea is the goal. For example, Russia is currently building a military base in Eritrea. Who do you want to be influencing policy in the Horn if 12% of the world's trade is passing through the Red Sea? This is, this is an important question. Uh, the U.S. does not want to take a back seat to the Gulf states in this conversation. We need to be a part of that conversation. It matters to us economically. It matters to us as Christians uh, that this is a, a predominantly Christian state and all of this shared history is being destroyed. The Biden administration is now attempting to bring the Ethiopian federal government and representatives from Tigray to the negotiating table in an effort to end the fighting. Nettleton says the outcome for Christians in Ethiopia could have larger implications for the gospel in Africa. And they are also a mission-minded church that is sending out missionaries not only within their own country, but also into surrounding nations and across the continent of Africa. And so to see that church defeated would not only affect the nation of Ethiopia, it would affect the entire continent of Africa. Folks, if you like that story and you want to see more like it, be sure to tune in to the Center Point Show on TBN all this week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and then again at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Hey, in the meantime, no live stream this week. I'm pretty busy here in Dallas, of course, hosting the Center Point Show, but we will be back with you next Wednesday for our usual Watchmen live stream. And another programming note, next Thursday, I believe that is August 4th, finally, the Watchman Premium Q&A. Now, we've been teasing this for our premium members over the past few weeks. We are doing it next Thursday, August 4th, a full hour of questions for our premium members. Bring some good ones. Hey, if you are interested in premium membership, just go to the homepage here on our channel under Join. For $4.99 a month, you not only help to keep us on the air, but you get exclusive content, including the exclusive first look at every brand new episode of The Watchmen Show before it hits the air, including some behind the scenes commentary from yours truly. And the premium Q&A, again, is a new feature we are adding for our premium members. If you're not a premium member, don't worry. We still love and appreciate you, but we want to do something a little extra for our loyal watchmen and women on the wall who are tuning in every day. So check that out. Hey, in the meantime, from Dallas, thanks for joining us today. 
Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.